Hello everybody, this is D-Crow and I am here on D-Crow Chronicles with my wife. Mama Jen. Hello everyone. And before we get started, I wanted to say as always, please follow our podcast, share our podcast, uh, like it, uh, tell your friends about us, ask us a question, whatever. And so with having said that now, what we are going to discuss today is truth, accountability, secrets, and lies versus secrets and lies. So, okay, well, it starts off with um, there's a song that we are, we are, we happen to listen to from time to time. It's by someone called Matthew West, and it's called Truth Be Told. And so, and he starts off by saying, Line number one, you're supposed to have it all together. And then he says, and when they ask how you're doing, just smile and tell them never better. Line number two, everybody's life is perfect except yours. So keep your messes and your wounds and your secrets safe with you behind closed doors. But truth be told, the truth is rarely told. No. And he says, I say I'm fine, yeah, I'm fine, oh, I'm fine, hey, I'm fine, but I'm not, I'm broken. And when it's out of control, I say it's under control, but it's not, and you know it. I don't know why it's so hard to admit it, but when being honest is the only way to fix it. There's no failure, no fall, there's no sin, you don't already know. So let the truth be told. That's pretty much the first verse of it all. But that's what we pretty much wanted to cover about, you know, telling the truth, uh, being accountable to one another, as well as contrast to being secretive, you know, and lying, you know, so easily when someone asks you, hey, how are you doing? And we say that, oh, I'm fine. When really, that's not the truth. We're really telling a lie and we don't think of it like that. And it's so minimal to us. It's really not a big deal for us to just tell us little white lies, we would call it. When in the eyes of God, it's still a lie. And it's still very wrong. And it's still sin. So Definitely. And, and I've seen it within our family, with ourselves. Um, I've seen it at the college level. Um, with students. And it just... Or at jobs we've previously had had or something where we're so easily to say no I'm okay you ask someone you can see there's that stress barrier on their face you can see something's bothering them and it's like hey you all right yeah yeah I'm all right I know in one class we we did a video that my husband had come across of um I don't remember what the the platform was called but he was saying it's okay to say you're not okay you know, it is okay to say you're not okay because we all are not okay at some point. We all struggle with something. You yes. Know. We're, there's no perfectness in any right. of us. Whether it's externally or internally, you know, we all deal with something. That, But the problem is, is that we're not very open about our struggles. Why? Because, you know, we may think, well, what are these people going to think about me because of judgment? Because, you know, maybe somebody may, you may feel like they're going to look at you like you're beneath me. You know, you're like, oh, you don't have it all together. So ah, get away from me. You know, they, don't, they start avoiding you. And then 
you just stick with your own circle of friends, which really ultimately is kind of dangerous grounds, if you will. I mean, I'm not saying we shouldn't have friends. I'm saying is the people that we hang around with usually are the ones that agree with us for the most part. We should contrast, find people that we can still befriend, but who aren't afraid to tell you, hey, you know what? There's a difference between actually telling somebody that they're wrong or they don't agree. Contrast to just saying, well, you know what? You're just flat out wrong and just get away from me. I don't want to talk to you no more and all that. That's not really necessarily a friend. That's just somebody that just wants you to be in agreement with them most of the time. And so and you see it all over the place today. You know, that's I mean, you look at our society today. You see a lot of that, a lot of that. Everybody's okay with it, and it's not. Yeah, it's not. You, you've seen over time, especially since COVID, the the mental state across across the world, just in general, and the way people are. The violence here, where we're at, has has sprung very high. Skyrocketed. Pe- yeah, people don't know how to talk to each other anymore. They don't think about that somebody else could be having a bad day. So I give my husband an ugly look. I don't do it purposefully, right? It's because something happened. Maybe I got upset at something the kids did, and I walk in the room. If he doesn't ask me, you know, what's going on or how I'm doing, he could assume that I'm mad at him for something. Right. Whereas that's not normally what happens. He'll tell me, hey, what's going on? And sometimes I don't want to talk about it yet because I'm too mad. Or sometimes I tell him, I'm like, man, the kids, they hurt my feelings, blah, blah, blah. Or, or you know, I saw something outside and the neighbors are doing and, you know, and, right. and so we have to be open to communicate what is wrong without worrying about what's going to come back. Because if I am upset at something the kids did, of course, my husband will help encourage me not to be upset about it because they're kids. <laughs> right. And so but it gets hard sometimes when you have your you're inside with a lot of kids for a long time and they want they want to do their thing you want to do your thing and so sometimes you just don't know Uh, but we've become a lot more open with our children over time because we've seen when we don't tell everything then it's assumed everything's fine and then if we say something then then they'll get mad at us because oh but they don't really know what's going on because we didn't really tell them what was going on we told them those little white lies like my husband referred to earlier (laughs) but we stopped doing that sometime back because we saw the destruction it was doing within the family we if you don't know what's going on in someone else's life and that's even a stranger walking through the store you know you don't know what happened to them before you cross their path and sometimes people are real quick you know pull out a gun shoot people pull out knives and really not not really wanting to be understanding of someone's circumstances like you know i mean we could look at it from many views if you Mm -hmm. look at it could be well the person hasn't ate they could be they haven't slept it could be that they're stressed about paying their bills you know they they lost a loved one you know they're they're dealing with some kind of uh, health issue you know with something at work you know, they got into a car accident that, you know, they lost their child or, you know, somebody got their kid taken from them. Something, you know, there's so much in the world going on. Uh, someone's dealing with a drug addiction. You know, th- yeah. those are things that people tend to not overlook. And it's always first and foremost, we usually look at things from our point of view, like hey, it's it's me. You know, I'm I'm if I'm talking to somebody and they tell me this or that, I'm like, well, you know what? Just because I got it together, that doesn't give me the right to say, well, you know what? 
I'm doing okay. How come you're not? Why aren't you doing what you should be doing? Like, it's not that simple for everybody's different. You know, it's just like a baby. A baby doesn't get born and then right away start eating steak and mashed potatoes with broccoli, do they? No, they got to be fed milk. You know, so it's a process. Everybody grows in different processes, as well as taking the time to consider that, you know what, that's still a person that's made in the image of God. And why am I treating them like I'm better than them? Like everything I got was something that I got on my own. Like God didn't give me the strength or the power or the wisdom to do the very things to get that I got in my life. You know, so. Yeah. And. One of, the, one of the things that, one of the phrases I like to use sometimes with the kids, and it was funny from one of my, one of our kids' uh, comments one time, but it's, put yourself in their shoes. And I was saying that about somebody in our life, and then one of our kids was like, I don't think you'll fit in their shoes. Like, they didn't get it. Like, it's <laughs> so literal. And I was like, no, I mean, just trying to understand. Try to put yourself in their position. Like, if you're against, if you're against someone who who uh or you hate somebody who's been into drugs if you don't know anything about drugs and the control of drugs if you don't have that understanding then you're not going to understand if somebody has lost a child you're not going to understand unless you take time to research and see what that's like or people not having food if you've had food your whole life and then all of a sudden you're starving you know you're not going to understand what that feels like if you've never starved right and so you just you just sometimes got to take time and compassion and really sit down and think before I get mad at this person before I'm bitter towards them before I'm angry what what is it they're really going through maybe I should try harder to understand so I can help them and better be a little bit more gracious and merciful yes because you know, everybody truth be told wants grace everybody wants mercy but nobody ever wants to give it yeah. why because we're so me centered you know it's all about me 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 and forget everybody else, you know. We have this mindset that I'm God and everybody here is meant to serve me. No, that's not the case. We're made in the image of God to help other people to look towards God in Christ. So that's what's first and foremost important, you know. So, And with that, I have to say there's a verse in uh, in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15 to 17. I'm just going to say this. This is NIV, by the way, guys. It says, here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst, Paul says. Verse 16, but for that very reason, I was shown mercy, so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his immense patience as an example for those who would believe in him and receive eternal life. Verse 17, now to the king, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. So, and my reason behind sharing this verse with y'all is to state exactly what Paul was saying, that um, he sees, he saw that he was the worst of all. Like, I'm one that I say that a lot to my family, you know, it's like, okay. You know, before I fly off the handle, contrast to how I used to be in my younger days, I didn't really take the time to think or be considered or have understanding towards anybody for that matter, especially for my wife and kids. I was just flat out, you know what, you need to get it together. You needed to do this. You need to, you know what, don't give me your complaints. Shut up, blah, 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 blah. Today, that's not the case. Even when things get a little hectic, I'm like, you know what, 
Rather than just telling you what's what, I just, you know what, let me open the Bible and, and read something to you, which is something I did yesterday, I might add. Something came up, and I asked a question to one of our children if they were doing okay, and they pretty much said the same thing, that little white lie, like, oh, I'm all right, I'm fine. But then they came out and told me, and I was like, okay. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to read something to you. And I read something from uh, James chapter 3, and I pretty much read the whole chapter to explain about the tongue you know about our mouths and how it's a fire from hell and how we we bless god with our mouths and then we turn around and curse our one another and it says at the same time we're cursing this person that's created in the image of god and it not it shouldn't be that way why because we're all equal in the eyes of god no one's any better we're all equally sinful we're all you know, deserving of judgment and God's wrath. But God is gracious. God is merciful. And this is why I was saying, I'm like, rather than just telling them, I said, you know what? I figured I would just tell you the word and let the word speak for itself and speak to your own heart and let the heart, let the word bring conviction to your heart. So uh, there's that, you know, I just wanted to share that. So, well, truth be told, when you have 19 children, <clears throat> life can get very difficult and hard and the even though we're the same parents for all 19 all of our children have their own neat uh, personalities and sometimes personalities clash with each other and so we try to to teach them uh, to be truthful especially if they're if they're struggling because if they're truthful in the beginning when they're struggling we may have a better chance to help them than if they've kept it hidden for so long that there's nothing we can do to assist them right and so sometimes it may be i know a lot of the kids have told me well i was too ashamed well shame shouldn't be a reason you don't tell the truth because we all like we were saying from the beginning we all are sinful we all struggle and so our, our job is to to serve each other to help each other and if we've gone through stuff we should be able to use that as examples you know what i know what you're feeling because blah 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 but I know one of my favorite jobs that I've had over time, I mean, I don't do it now, but was when I was a server at restaurants. I really enjoyed serving people. That's something about me. Uh, even when I'm at another type of job, I still try to help everybody out. And so it's, it's hard when your own kids don't trust you enough right. to want to wanna go to you to, to get the help. And then when everything crumbles on them, then they come. And it's like, well, it's a little harder to help now because we have so many kids still at home. And and I might add on that to say that, you know, they do that, like my wife says. And then they turn around while not coming to us. They're in their little circle of friends or whoever family they're hanging with until they get backstabbed. And then they want to come to us. And I'm not saying that to put them down. I'm just saying, like... It's a lot better, guys, if we're more transparent. The more transparent we are with one another, the easier it is for you to be, to be outspoken about what you're dealing with. You know, if I can't help you, I'll tell you, look, I can't help you. I can't help you. You know, financially, I can't help you. If I can give you a ride somewhere, fine. If I can give you a hug, fine. If I can give you a smile, fine. If I can give you a good compliment, fine. You know, even more, I'm like, when you tell me what you're dealing with, hey, that helps me better pray for you. You know? Yes, and you. I know there's people out there who say, "Well, I don't want your prayers," but you know what? I'll still do it. You know, I still do it, whether you say you don't want me to pray or not. Because, of, truth be told, like we started, <laughs> off, God 
is sovereign and he rules and reigns over everything and all good things come from him anyways james 117 says it so um and with that again i want to say another word from the bible and this is also niv in hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 says for the word of god is alive and active sharper than any double-edged sword it penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit joints and marrow it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart in verse 13 more importantly nothing in all creation is hidden from god's sight everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must all give account all of us so that's why I started off earlier by saying when I mentioned the words uh, earlier in scripture that, you know, I'm going to tell you something. Yes, I can give you my own words of encouragement, but if I'm going to speak to your heart more specifically, I'm going to let the word of God do that by telling you God's word. Just like he says here, what it does, it speaks, it judges the thoughts and attitudes of our hearts. And, but it also reminds us that Hey, there's nothing that's hidden from God. We can hide all we want from each other, from our bosses at work, from our neighbors, our wives, our children, you know, our whoever, family, friends you can hide whatever you're doing. You could sit in your room and think, oh, nobody sees me. But you know what? There is always God. God is everywhere. God is omnipotent, omnipresent, you know, and he never changes. So he knows everything. So again, truth be told, why keep things to yourself when it's so much better to just confess what's going on with you? Because it's it's a lot easier to do that than to pretend like, well, I can deal with it. When really, we don't have it all together. We need each other to lift each other up and then to trust God to help us along the way and carry us when we can't do it. You know, and when we do when we don't do that, we're basically making ourselves to be like God or an idol to ourselves. Like we can fix everything when we really what we do is we end up messing everything else up along the way. And then what do we do? In the end, in the long run, we end up on our faces saying, God, help me. You know, can you, I'm sorry. I didn't. It would have been a lot better to just say what we deal with and then we we minimize our little sins like the things that we think the things the little words that we say and then we have the audacity to presume upon the grace of God like oh I'm blessed I'm so blessed but I just said this na- this nasty word to my wife or to my children or talked I back talked about my, my my co-worker or my boss at work you know but I'm blessed Praise God, I'm blessed. No, that, that shouldn't be that way, guys. No. We need, to, we need to examine our hearts, confess our sins, and put our trust back in the Lord. Definitely. Um, and I'll, I'll finish off with a personal note. So we kind of disappeared off of here for a little bit. And I wasn't as open with everybody for a while about how I was doing. Well, I'm on medical leave from work. Because I hit a point of depression and anxiety I couldn't get past things were too hard and I wasn't being honest um, I wasn't telling the truth to everybody around me um, and it came to a breaking point the struggle of being a mom of 19 a wife working at a middle school like that just all piled in on me and, and I walked around yeah COVID we, we've had COVID a couple times Paraflu. or 
Our kids were in the hospital last year, and so it was just so much. And I honestly was reaching out to some, but I guess they didn't really get it because it really freaked everybody out when I was like, I just, I can't, I can't. And so, again, like I said in the beginning, I speak from a very hardcore experience. It's better to tell the truth if you're not doing okay because then it builds up and it keeps you down and it's hard to get back up. And I feel a whole lot better today than I did then, even with our current struggles, because we still have a lot of struggles. Mm -hmm. But I'm holding on to the promises of the Lord and being honest about how I'm doing. And that is why I know things have gotten a lot better for me personally. And that and we, you know, we we lend an ear to one another and we take some time to consider and talk things out, you know, like the way it should be. So, um, it's been great and I'm grateful to where God has brought us, you know, over time as we, I know we've struggled with so much, but you know, I know we're not where we should be, but I'm thankful that we're, we're, we're not where we used to be. Amen. And we're looking forward (laughs) to better days. So praise the Lord for that. All right, guys. Well, hopefully, uh, this encourages y'all uh, again share it uh, follow us ask a question whatever you want to do and uh, this is d crow and mama jen signing off have a great day guys have a great weekend god bless you.